When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello there, listeners, and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to another Headlines episode where we cover four news headlines with regard to environmental issues, conscious consumption, etc., Now, on today's show, I do have four headlines for you, and in the past two weeks, we've been having a theme with regard to headlines. There is no theme today. These four stories are completely unrelated. (laughs) It's a real smorgasbord today, and the only way that they are related is in the fact that I found all of these four stories pretty darn interesting. So let's get right into our first story today which has to do with China's live shopping craze and the advent specifically of live stream e-commerce. So we know what e-commerce is, right? It's buying stuff online. And we know what live streaming is. It's real-time internet. Influencers in China have put these two concepts together, and the result has been astounding and not in a good way for the planet. So... To my American listeners, think QVC TV shopping, but take QVC TV shopping, make an influencer the host, put it on the internet, and you have live stream e-commerce. It's far more compelling because of the interactive piece. Watchers can ask questions. Watchers can instruct the influencer to bend a product, drop a product, eat a product. You can ask the influencer to try on a garment to see how it fits. You see where I'm going with this. And so the explosive wave of influencer culture and live online videos in China has transformed the way that the Chinese buy and sell products. The format, live stream e-commerce, did emerge before the pandemic, but it definitely took off during the pandemic when most of us around the world were largely buying online. Now, these days, nearly half of China's 1 billion internet users have tried live stream e-commerce. Last year alone, an estimated $500 billion in goods were sold via live stream e-commerce in China. The influencers, the star streamers, our celebrities, the best ones have the urgency of an auctioneer, but they also have the intimacy of an old friend, how we view influencers here, right? So auctioneer plus good friend that you can trust. These star streamers tell jokes, they have personal anecdotes, they know expertly how to hold a viewer's attention, 
They call individual fans by name to earn their trust. They promise exclusive deals. The most famous of these star streamer influencers attract tens of millions of viewers per session. Kim Kardashian once appeared next to a star streamer in China to promote her perfume. Together, Kim Kardashian and this streamer, they sold 15,000 bottles of Kim Kardashian's perfume in about five minutes. 15,000 bottles sold in five minutes. Now, in some cases, these most influential influencers are independent affiliates for a bunch of different products. So let's say I'm an affiliate for this lipstick brand. I get on my live stream. I put some lipstick on. I talk about how great it is. And whatever sales come in, I receive a small commission for that sale. Not me, of course. (laughs) But if I was a Chinese star streamer, that's how I would do it. But in other cases, some of these live streamers are employed directly from factories. And so the factory pays them a salary plus a little bit of money for every item they sell that the factory produces. Now, for viewers, what's the appeal? Why would they hop on board this bandwagon? Well, there's the convenience factor, of course. You don't have to leave your home. It's also the feeling of being catered to. Of course, as I said before, you can ask the influencer to put on the clothing, to show it from a different angle, to ask how long a food item will keep before expiring. And you can place orders right on the stream. So you don't have to log off, go to another website. You can, it's so easy and convenient. You can make your sale right there. It's entertainment plus selling. And that's why from a conscious consumption standpoint, I wanted to cover this story first and foremost. Because is it coming to the United States? Is this the new method of buying and selling? Time will tell. I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Now we're moving on to the passive cooling movement. In a previous headlines episode, I believe it was last week, but it's summer and time is all messed up in my mind. But I did cover the problems associated with air conditioning, how inefficient it is, how it increases carbon emissions, right? Enter passive cooling. Passive cooling has been around for thousands of years. Builders and architects have long known that if you paint a roof in a light color, a white perhaps, it will reflect sunlight and keep the building cooler. But over the past few centuries, asphalt and tar and dark roofs made of shingles, they have blackened the landscape and particularly urban landscapes, have they not? These materials are, of course, durable and waterproof and keyword cheap. But they also turn our homes into little heat bubbles. They also turn urban centers into heat islands. Cities in particular now are on average two to five times warmer than rural or more natural areas. A black roof in summer in New York City might exceed 190 degrees Fahrenheit, which is more than enough to fry an egg, by the way. Enter passive cooling. By installing cool roofs, air conditioning use could be cut by about one-third in warm regions. If all large North American cities 
And large, by the way, is defined as a city that has a population above 1 million people. If all large North American cities adopted passive cooling on roofs and on pavement, it's estimated that we would prevent 57 billion tons of carbon from entering the atmosphere from, of course, those air conditioning units. Holy moly. Now, of course, there is the price consideration. In the past, the more advanced passive cooling roofing materials, it's not as simple as just painting your roof white. So in the past, these passive cooling roofing materials have been about 30% more money. But today, that price premium is indeed coming down. And so for homeowners, if, if you are a homeowner, perhaps you view redoing your roof as you do any home maintenance project, remodeling your bathroom, fixing a leak. It's a home improvement that can indeed pay off. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, says that if you live in a warm region or a hot climate, if you pay a premium for the more advanced passive cooling products, materials that are on the market, they will pay for themselves in less than a year. I have added a link in the show notes to an online calculator that will estimate your energy savings if you installed a passive cooling roof. Check that out in the show notes and consider a passive cooling roof next time you need to replace your roof. We're going to take our quick ad break, just one ad today, and when we come back, we're going to talk about two more completely unrelated stories. We're going to talk about insects, and we're going to talk about how wealth affects our carbon footprints. I will see you in a minute. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items, and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high-quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game-changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch. They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. 
Love where you live. And we're back. On today's show, we are discussing four completely unrelated news headlines with regard to conscious consumption in the environment. Before the break, we talked about China's new e-commerce live stream craze. We also discussed passive cooling roofs. Now we are on to story number three, which has to do with insects. Insects. Some of them are really darn annoying, aren't they? I'm thinking mosquitoes that bite. I'm thinking flies that somehow and for some reason always want to buzz around my head. (laughs) Generally, if we were to lump all insects together, many of us on this planet tend to find them annoying. And according to many state statutes, insects are not considered wildlife. That means that in 12 states here in the United States, and I'll tell you which states in a minute, In 12 states, there is little to no authority to protect insects. Now, this is a problem. It's a problem for insects, obviously. It's also a problem for human beings. So I got four reasons. Are you ready? Buckle up. The fact that 12 states have no authority to protect insects is a problem because, number one, they are indeed important wildlife. Bees, butterflies, and beetles are pollinators. They enrich soils. They provide critical protein sources for species in the food chain. That's reason number one. Number two, insects represent a huge share of animal species. By some estimates, insects comprise 80% of all animal species. So it's a huge share. Reason number three, insects are particularly hard to monitor because they're very small And there's an awful lot of different insect species. And probably the most important reason why it's important to protect insects is the fact that without pollinators, I'm talking bees, butterflies, beetles, etc., without these pollinators, the human race and all of Earth's terrestrial ecosystems would not survive. Biologist E.O. Wilson summed up the importance of insects so simply in this statement. Are you ready? The little things run the world. And that is true when it comes to insects, even though some of them are really darn annoying. Now, these little things, these little insects, they are increasingly threatened. Scientists are reporting alarming declines in many species. Some insects are especially vulnerable to climate changes, droughts, and heat. Then there's the pesticides problem. There's the pollution problem. In 12 states, conservation officials have their hands tied. There's nothing they can do about these threats to insect populations. Now, are you ready for the states? I want you to see if your state is on this list. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Insects are simply left out of conservation statutes. Now, there was a federal bill last year that would have provided an additional $1.4 billion a year to state and tribal wildlife agencies to conserve insects but it did die last year in the Senate. My point in bringing this story to life is it doesn't matter if you live in one of those 12 states that I mentioned or not. Wherever you live, 
I want you to think about insects the next time you consider spraying your yard with pesticides. Because remember, the little things run the world. We're moving on to today's final story, which has to do with where you live and how big or how small your carbon footprint is. Now, nothing is new in this story. If you've been listening for a while, you likely already know that there are stark disparities in how different U.S. households contribute to climate change. Households in denser neighborhoods, close to city centers, in city centers, for example, tend to be responsible for fewer planet-warming greenhouse gases on average than households in the rest of the country. The reason, what's the reason? Take a guess. Take a guess. The reason is that there's likely public transit. People in these areas typically drive less. Their jobs, their stores are nearby. They can walk. They can bike. They can take the subway. What's the second reason? This is quiz time. It's pop quiz time. My teacher self is coming through. The second reason is because in these cities, most people live in smaller homes. I'm thinking apartments. These apartments require less energy to heat and cool. Nothing new here, right? If you've been paying attention to this podcast for the last five years, no surprises. However, the University of California at Berkeley found that as you move out from cities, Carbon footprints of homes do indeed get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, yes, as we move further away from city centers, the average emissions per household do typically increase as the homes get bigger, as residents have to drive further distances to get to wherever they're going. But population density is not the only factor that contributes to an oversized carbon footprint. It's also very important to consider, what's the factor? Take take one more guess. It's also important to consider a family's wealth. Yep, you knew it. The University of California at Berkeley did indeed find, yet again, that higher income households generate more greenhouse gases, on average, of course. And that is because wealthy Americans tend to buy more stuff. They have more appliances, more cars, more furnishings, more gadgets. They also have more money so that they can travel more by car, yes, but even worse, by plane, all of which increases a home's emissions. And so again, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you already know all of this. The more you travel by car and plane, the more stuff you buy, the bigger your home. Those are the main components that comprise your carbon footprint. But what's interesting to me and the reason why I wanted to cover this new research is that it can be used on the larger scale. Cities and local governments could use this data that the University of California at Berkeley found to identify the most effective ways to fight climate change. So an example here would be to encourage developers to build more housing in neighborhoods where people don't need cars to get around. I know in my town, And in surrounding towns near me, there's this new, I don't know, building initiative, let's say, in which there's a shopping center, there's a supermarket and a 
salon and a nail place and a gym and a, I don't know, a spa, et cetera, et cetera. All these commercial places. And next to it, a housing developer is creating a 55 plus community. So the people who live in the 55 plus community, they could theoretically walk a quarter of a mile and do all of their errands. That's an example in how this research could be used on a larger scale to lower emissions. Or another example here would be if there's a rural area or a suburb that's far away from a city center, perhaps initiatives could be made on the town level. Perhaps EV charging stations could be put to the top of the town's to-do list to encourage people who have further distances to drive to adopt those electric vehicles. These are just two thoughts swirling around in my head as to how we could use this data on a large scale for maximum carbon emissions reductions. Whew, that was a tongue twister. So I so hope you enjoyed this headlines episode. I did go over my self-prescribed 15 minutes deadline. I apologize. We will be back next week with three episodes. I know the holiday this week kind of messed me up. I'm messed up in a lot of ways. <laughs> Summer is messing with me on so many levels, but we will be back next week with three episodes. And I'm saying that out loud to keep me accountable. As always, my email is in the show notes. My social media is in the show notes. If you need me, please reach out. Please leave a review if you like the show. Thank you so, so much. I'll see you on Tuesday and take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.